That's the music that the intro oh, music Ryan has. Yeah. Do, 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 do. I can't remember what it was. Um, I, I do remember back. Oh my god, you don't even my... listen to our podcast, do you? I do, I do. I can't remember how it goes. Uh, do, 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 do. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, right, guys. Welcome to the CFA Way episode. I always forget which episode we're on. 10 ish, around about 10. I was going to move down a bit because I can. So, 10. And we are doing a topic that Nick brought up. Uh, brought up the, this, week, this week, well, I've had it for a couple of weeks actually, but we've uh, just been struggling to get together. So, we are going to debate what is the best sort of background to have to be a good crossfitter, whether it's monostructural movements, um, so like engine work, rowing, running, uh, I guess swimming, and then weightlifting, so Olympic weightlifting in general, so cleans, your jerks, your snatches. Um, and just guess sort of general, generally anything like heavy barbell strength movements and then gymnastics as well. So anything on the rig, um, more technical movements like double unders. Like, obviously, I can't think of like, you know, things on the ring, muscle ups, all that sort of stuff that you really need. Do you say really double unders like... for gymnastics? Okay. <laughs> double unders for gymnastics, aren't they? No, no? they're more short. Yeah. What are you? Oh, really no, <laughs> I don't know weightlifters, that's why I'm not good at uh, <laughs> gymnastics or monostructural stuff. <laughs> um, right, so who's who? So Ryan, obviously, is the monostructural yeah. king. That's <laughs> well, I'm not the monostructural king, but I, I believe... What are you talking about over there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I believe monostructure is the one. But... And, and uh, Nick's gymnastics. And I've been lumped with weightlifting. I'm joking. I love weightlifting, so I've got weightlifting in my in my category. And we want to debate about ten minutes per category why we think each section is um, more beneficial to be as a background, more so like as your strength to be a good crossfitter. So, and we've all got we've all got a couple elite crossfitters that we want to bring up who will sort of like champion our argument, and then we've all I guess argue and debate what we think's good and bad about each category so who wants to go first i i i have one oh, it's horrible can you hear me yeah i have one male and one female oh, have you got man. have you got two of each i've got i've got quite a few <laughs> i only need i only i only need one of each you know what i mean that's fine. Uh, but okay then. Okay, well, Nick, why, why do you think gymnastics are the best uh, background to have to be a good crossfitter? Um, in general, I think that gymnasts are quite. Um, they've got one of all. They've got very high skill movements. Majority of the stuff is high skilled. Whether it be the muscle up, whether it be the uh, toaster bar, whether it be um, double unders. The <laughs> yeah, double unders. <laughs> what did you? Whether it be skin the cat, something like that, they're all quite complex movements. You need high skill and a high level of strength to do it. Yeah. Given that, if you were to then transition into weightlifting from a gymnastics, you've already got that base level strength to do gymnastics and to do weightlifting. Whereas if you then went from the other way, so if you went from weightlifting to gymnastics, you would have to learn certain, certain skills and attributes to do that. Whereas there's baseline strength already there, if you see what I mean. Yes. If you look, if you look at certain workouts, there's always that sticking point of a workout, whether it be a monostructural movement like the ring muscle up and running workout. What's the limiting factor? Is how not how fast you can run it is generally how well you and how efficient you can do muscle ups. When you look at when you look at the standard, you see these two movements. Let's. All right, a high-level crossfitter could do all three movements unbroken on their own. Yeah, if you think about someone that's sort of, you know, you could you could have a really good, you could have a really good uh, of the two other ta- the other two of the two two other movements being the sla- snatch and the clean and jerk. But if you if you hit muscular fatigue on muscle ups, you're screwed, aren't you? Really? So yeah, you need that base level strength, and you need that you know, that um, muscular endurance to get through that movement. And if you can't do muscle ups, you kind of stop there, aren't you? Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'd be screwed. <laughs> you've, okay. you've also got the handstand walk, handstand walk race. Yeah. 
which is just then just base level handstand walks. It's so high skilled that a lot of people failed that workout over and over again and they didn't get through. And it's the same again with last year with the um, rowing push press and the handstand walks. If you couldn't oh, yeah. accomplish the handstand walks at the end and you couldn't get through it through muscular fatigue of those, was it 77 or 66? 66, I think, yeah. 66 push presses with kettlebells, you were pretty much screwed. When it kind of then comes into the idea that, you know, Ryan's side, endurance, you know, um, I would say obviously monostructural movements, you've got the rowing, but muscular endurance as well with those push presses. And I'm not saying weightlifting is muscular endurance because you would then train through that. But if you were doing a barbell cycle, would you call it monostructural movement or would you call it a weightlifting movement? Because there's an argument to say that it would be monostructural. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Because it's it, it's it's putting your body through muscular fatigue, and it's a it, it basically it would be a metcon. If you were doing weightlifting, nine times out of ten, it's low volume, low intensity. Yeah, yeah low intense movements. Um, would you like me to explain my two athletes, or are we saving that to later? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, we'll save it to the end actually. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I can't decide because I thought like it'd be good to debate it now but we're talking about gymnastics but we'll save it to the end we'll come back to it we'll come back to it okay, cool. do you have any uh, <laughs> reasons sorry do you have any reasons right why right and why you think uh gymnastics isn't, isn't a good background or is a good back like to champion or to um, negate what right, nick said it's this is a hard decision because like there's obviously the three yeah. of them that um, back me up bro they're all um <laughs> they're all there for a reason um yeah, yeah i I think out of all of them, weightlifting is probably the least <laughs> the least one that you actually need. Um, it's probably the most highest skilled one uh, yeah. due to the two movements. But if you come into wanting to do CrossFit, um, you could sell through CrossFit without even being able to snatch or clean and jerk, in my opinion, because uh, they don't very rarely come up that much um, in mm. most certain in gyms. Um, yeah, you still need to know how to do it, but gymnastics, like you said, there's a lot of pull-ups, a lot of gymnastic movements. Metabol conditioning, for me, is the base of everything, and I'll get <laughs> on to that in a bit. But <laughs> but then again, like gymnastics, you've got to have a high level of, of, of um, let's, model let's, structure. Let's go through each each workout. I've got them here on the on, on my laptop of the okay. of the of the games last year. Yeah. So the first, the first one was first cut. It was four rounds of a four hundred meter run, mm-hmm. three legless rope climbs, and seven squat snatches. Well, that's pretty good. That's like basically. That is all round. That yeah. that's us talking about yeah. the three of us. Yeah, if you yeah. can't, you know, there was a point where it's all about, um, all about your run. Yeah. But it's all about it. But it's those, it's those, it's those other two movements, isn't it? Really, those. Mm-hmm. If you can't physically do legless rope climbs, you're kind of screwed, aren't you? You you're messing about. For that twenty-minute time cap. Yeah, but I think if if you're looking at a top cross cross-level athlete who was there, most of them probably can do all three of their movements. The thing that probably let them down was the endurance and the the, the capability of trying to go that hard for that long, uh, get into that position, was... doing a run, trying to do your rope rope uh, your leg uh, legless rope climbs, <laughs> and then doing your overhead squats. Them kind of three movements put together for a long long period is their endurance their monostructure their me- metabolic conditioning is just not up to the standard to do all three so again like yeah. that's why I think that if needs you t- to be if well, you take in consideration Ben Smith he was he, he he got invited to the games didn't he he got the wild card, wild card mm-hmm. yeah. if you see the cut the difference between the um, all of the national athletes and the, you know the people that aren't there or thereabouts in terms of um, in terms of the CrossFit Games athletes, and then him, you see, you saw there was a massive gap. You know, people weren't finishing a workout, whereas kind of he was. He was in that rook of the of the top end, even though he didn't necessarily progress there. So you can see a massive difference in terms of your skill perception of the mm-hmm. workouts. You know, if they can't, if you can't physically rope climb and and certainly squat squat snatch, 185 pounds or 130, which is what is it, 60, is it 60 or 70 kilos? And come on, street, you're you're half you're half uh, American. Uh, uh, how much? How many pounds is it? You say? Uh, 185 for the male. Yeah, about 
60 to 70 kilos. Okay. Um, yeah, so if you can't do those two Something. movements, you're kind, of, yeah, you're kind of screwed. You've got the next one, which is the second cut, which is an 800-meter row, 66 kettlebell jerks, and then a uh, 132-meter handstand walk or foot handstand walk. Again, yeah. we're all in that category. Not necessarily street. You were more about muscular yeah. endurance mm-hmm. of that shoulder to overhead. Yeah. But all in all, that was another high, like high skill CrossFit workout, wasn't it? Yeah. But for the both both of those though, I feel like where you failed was like muscular fatigue. So like with the people losing their the, the, the grip was so fried on the rope climbs, they just physically couldn't hold on or pull mm. themselves yeah. up enough to get to keep going. It's important you just hit that wall. There's nothing you can do to really like gain that back unless you recover for a long time. Whereas mm. with the run, if you, if you you're not going to get stuck on the run, you can still put one foot in front of the other and keep moving. But yeah, obviously that's going to be an issue that's going to cause it's going to knock you out to then do the rope climbs and the snatches. But you can still pace through the snatches if you could. Whereas the rope climb, you hit when you hit that wall, you hit that wall. So I guess I can't yeah. that, like, that for that workout. I'm kind of arguing Nick's case in that way. Is like with the gymnastics, you need to be if you don't have that background of like grip, mm-hmm. grip and muscular um, endure, um, strength for the, the rope climbs. Yeah, so but if we... the second one, I oh, sorry, next quickly the second but one. Yeah. Um, again, it's, it's the, the push press. If you hold on and go out like crazy, like on the push press, or like go out and break and don't know your limits, then you just won't physically be able to do the handstand walk because your shoulders will be blown out to bits. So I don't know. I think I don't know. I've kind of just shoot myself a foot already with the gymnastics here but um yeah this is only the start you see yeah because look if you look that first court um would you say chandler smith is a gymnastics athlete no so why did he come second because his engine uh, is metabolic conditioning because uh, <laughs> is a uh, he's got lots yeah of exactly yeah. Yeah. He could pull his weight up really easily. Coming third is uh scott panchek yeah he's probably just an all-round crossfitter like matt, matt frazier uh, oh, right. I've got I've got a laptop here to do on the on the ball research right now. So like you're talking about your, your top five that are kind of uh, there's another guy there who came fifth. Uh, he's from Canada. I don't really know him. I've not really seen him before. So he got caught anyway. Um, but then you got like James. You, you got James Newberry. You know what I mean? Who's an endurance athlete as well. Um, yeah. So in that oh, first right. court, there's quite a few endurance kind of athletes who are more <laughs> geared to the endurance side. But yeah, no, I get for both of you is like yeah, he's he's got to be a good good a, a good level of um, gymnastics and and weightlifting. But we'll get more into yeah. that as, as yeah, we I get on. This is such a hard topic because I agree with both of you. I think I, I generally think you need to have a really good background in endurance mm-hmm. and gymnastics to be a good crossfitter. Yeah, I just happen to love weightlifting more than endurance and gymnastics. That's why I've got this one. But mm-hmm. yeah, especially top level. Uh, yeah, you, you definitely need all three. So I, I, if, I'm going to keep shooting my foot, shooting, my foot <laughs> shooting myself in the foot. And hey, hey, hey. I'm going to we'll, keep arguing. Yeah. Agreeing we'll, with you guys. We'll, <laughs> we'll keep going through the workouts. Okay. All right, okay. So you've got a 600-meter run with a pack. So your weight increases oh, each yeah. round. That's just so, endurance, isn't it? So that, that's straight-up endurance. I'm moving, by the way, because I can hear myself. That's straight-up endurance, but... Let's put this in perspective. If you had a heavy gymnast or a heavy weightlifter, would that hinder or make it body weight wise? Yeah. Uh, but do, do, you, do you not think gymnasts are technically lighter gymnasts? That would that would actually probably hinder the gymnast. I don't think the the, the gymnast would thrive with that. I think the more weightlifter because they'll have more like more strength Explosive. endurance. So that yeah yeah through the legs where. Yeah. Where gymnastics are more going to be more upper body dominant, know, and again, man. if you look, yeah. if you look through, again, the the actual leaderboard, Luke Lucas Holberg is, I mean, he came first, and you got Chandler Smith who came fourth, you got James Dewberry who came fifth, Jacob Hepner who came sixth, uh, Willie George that came seventh. I mean, these are these are people that are strong, you know, strong athletes, weightlifters, or do high number weightlifting. Didn't didn't Hogberg win the marathon row as well the year before? Yeah, he did. I think he did. So, yeah. so there you go. So that, that was another uh, thing of mine of like yeah. he's what he he's known for. Kind of, he's, he's not known for um, weightlifting, but he's a strong athlete. Um, you wouldn't put him down yeah. as oh he's an endurance based athlete, but yeah, you know what I mean. He's coming on top of most of these 
Street, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna bat in your field right now and use the female ranking system. So Emily Roth <laughs> Emily Rothwell came first in that uh, in that event. Tia Claire Co- Toomey came second. Kristen Holt, he came third. Mm-hmm. Sam Briggs came fourth, and then Catherine Davis' daughter came fifth. Okay, yeah. Which surprises that- me because he he always thinks Sam Briggs would win those sort of events. Yeah, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, fourth's not a bad place, is it? Really, oh, no. to be fair. So you look at top but five, then, like top fives are good. Yeah. yeah. But then if you think about it in the other respect, if there was no weight, then Sam Briggs probably would have won that. Yeah. yeah maybe you know what I mean? Yeah. So she's not, she, she maybe not be conditioned for that sort of workout. So then we would then have to look straight back down again oh. on who is. But she also, she had, she had like a foot, broke a foot that year as well, didn't she? Or ankle Last year. Or, yeah, yeah. Or recently, wasn't it? Okay. Or something. Yeah. So, I so think she it had was a foot that. injury. So they got kind of slowed down. But yeah, anyway. What was the next event? So next event was a sprint couplet. So it was 172-foot sled push, 15 or 18 bar muscle-ups, and then sled push. This is more than the gym. So this is more more my side now. Because that workout requires you to go unbroken, really. Mm -hmm. If you can't go unbroken, you've lost that workout. And that workout specifically just on that bar muscle-up. There's complaints that, obviously, people were losing time then on the sled it being in different spots of the of the of the floor, some were wetter, some were drier or whatever, and that, that was the problem that people were facing because that would have slowed them down. Because everyone obviously accomplished to be able to do eighteen to fifteen bar muscles unbroken. But if you say it let's say for example, that workout requires you to go unbroken on the muscle ups and it's such a high skill movement, I would say that again you need to be a gymnast to be able to do that. And the better gymnast, yeah. let's have a look at the leaderboard in terms of that workout. Well, actually, the weightlifter came first, who's known for weightlifting as well, but she's good at gymnastics as well. I can't remember her name. Is it Holter? Holter. Well, she's, I thought it was just quite pushing endurance, surely. She's no, sorry, like... Barhart. Amanda Barhart came first. Oh, yeah, Barhart, yeah. She's, well, she's, well, she's got legs. She's yeah. got strong legs. That, that said that she's so, like, yeah, gymnast, gymnast would come up on this because... It's a hard one, that, because you would think gymnast for the upper body strength, but you need that that lower body as well. Yeah, but he's cut, the, he's cut the field on that one, if you look at it, through through the top top athletes anyway. And six minutes isn't a long time, so if you're taking... I don't know how what feet in relation to metres is. I don't know what the cut for that is. Uh, but if you... If, like two and a half feet per metre, I think. So it's double, is it? So it's like 300 metres? Yeah, 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 pretty much. So about three hundred. So it's three hundred meters. So what's that taking a good person under forty seconds? Not even that. So you yeah. got two sets of forty seconds there, a little slower on the way back, and then your bar muscle ups eighteen of them under a minute maybe. So you're looking at a three minute workout, yeah. which you you're, you're training you're training you're doing cycles there, aren't you? Yeah. You're not necessarily doing some long distance stuff. Yeah, so it would true. then require for muscular endurance through gymnastics yeah. and. You know, could you survive? Could you survive not doing a high-leveled, high, high-end aerobic capacity workout to be able to be better than everyone else at that? So if you just if you just train to be better than that, what would you do? You do short, sharp intervals work, mm-hmm. and you would work, and you would generally work on your bar muscle ups, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, big sets of yeah. bar muscle ups, and then like really big explosive leg drives. Like, um, but then Amanda Barnhart, you said we won it. She can, she can squat being like 140 kilos, something crazy like that. Yeah. So she's got really strong legs. She's probably the slip push point. But again, you can see like how all three kind of do link yeah. into each other. Oh, totally. Yeah. 100%. Um, so Mary's next. So okay. that's, oh, yeah. that is pretty so much gymnastics. Yeah. But as, as, as uh, Dave Castro said, okay. the sexiest thing she's ever, ever seen was Carrie Pierce doing those strict handstand push ups. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. But, but she's, tiny she, arms, to be fair. she's in she's in mine. She is a former gymnast. She's in my yeah. uh, my camp of the two two athletes. Um, but there's not, as I say, as I'm throwing through, there's nothing sexier than watching something like that. Something so beautiful and so simple being put across in a in an event. Um, again, you've got someone like Noah Olsen who's renowned for gymnastics, and you're also as well for now for blowing out through a workout, especially yeah. something that's so long, which is 20 minutes. You'd expect him. You'd expect him to go balls to mm-hmm. balls to the floor and go the whole way through. And as you know, that yeah. he he sort of paced it a little bit better, and you, you knew where he could push and where he didn't push. So he's kind of learned on there. But as I say, gymnastic wise, you know, he would be he's quite competent at that. So 
what was it? Um, again? So it's 20 minutes of five handstand push-ups, 10 pull-ups. 10 pistols, and then 15 pull-ups. 15 pull-ups. But then again, I think, because Kari and Noel, they're both also, I know a lot of CrossFit are quite short, but you think you've got that handstand push-up, got that short distance to do pistols, and your handstand push-ups. So mm-hmm. not that height's a factor at all right now, but um, but that probably would help. That, that is a topic that I would love to open up on, by the way, in general. Because <laughs> I'm the shorter athlete. <laughs> Let's go in the next one. So you've got the sprint course next, which is straight up, Brian. Oh, yeah. Short distance sprints. Um, that, again, that's that's your final cut as well. So that is like make yeah, or break, harsh. isn't it? Really. That's so harsh. Uh, then it got into like the dome, like proper like, some, and then it was what was it, it was quite a squat game, right? No sprint triplet. So it was five rounds of one pegboard, a hundred double unders, and then you got uh, the split split snatch and the split hand clean and jerk. Oh yeah. Oh. So what would you say there? I mean, one pet, one pegboard, in a sense, not massively taxing, is it? If someone's if someone's good at it, yeah, it came in like what, 2015, 2014, 2015, the pegboard came in. I would say that the 100 double unders, if you can't go unbroken as an athlete and maintain that because you've got a lot of pulling and there's a lot of grip strength in that movement, in that workout, I would yeah. say that if, I'd say Ryan's camp there in, in terms of that. If you were, you know, if you weren't, if you weren't accomplished to being able to maintain them 100 for that five rounds, which is 500 double unders, you know, that's, that's probably where you're, where you're losing that. Or you're not doing the movement standards right for the hang mm-hmm. split jerk and cleans. Cause I think it was opposite foot to opposite arm. So if you're not, if your head's not in the game for that, then that would be the problem, wouldn't it? Yeah. Cause yeah, the, the female weight is our male weight. So 55 yeah. pounds is 22 and a half kilos. So it's relatively yeah. heavy as well. 88 pounds, what would that be? That's like 30 odd kilos, isn't it? Yeah. I feel that movement is quite, even though it's it's it's, just, it's it's difficult mentally in that you have to think, concentrate on what legs doing what, which arms doing mm-hmm. what. But I wouldn't say it's super taxing because you can get no. in a rhythm with it and you yeah. can yeah. chest up, you can breathe. It's not like, okay, your grip would probably get fried a bit and your shoulders. But otherwise, it's generally not an, a horrible movement to do with a weight so I don't from know a, yeah. from a programmer's eyes though that's a beautifully constructed workout because those double unders before are doing what you said they wouldn't are doing what you would perceive the other two movements to not do which is blow blow a gasket yeah, so yeah. if you're if you're basically if you're moving through those two you're not generally breathing properly through those 200 and then yeah. that 100 you need to concentrate on breathing because if you're not then those two other movements are gonna it's gonna hit you in the ass basically, and that one pe- that one ascent that one ascent from the pegboard basically is grip strength because this is all grip strength. You're holding onto those those hundred double unders, and if you're going broken, you know how hundred feels in general. You know how your max set feels. Those two movements will get taxing over time, and that pegboard will get more and more difficult, especially for someone maybe like us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah so yeah. Uh, so you would say that it'd be Ryan's camp, you would have to be efficient at monostructural movements there. Yeah. And then you've got your clean and jerk. The only thing would say is obviously your camp street is your, yeah. I I, I think I remember as well in this, they didn't have enough weight. Did they, they just started then climbing weight even more. They thought, well, add, add five each time because I I think they thought they would fail towards that tail end. Yeah, um, I was just always when Amanda Barnhart, she was like, I think, 10th, and there was only 10 people left, and she went for that first and just like power clean, 110 kilos. Or something. Everyone was like, Because <laughs> then uh, Amy, uh, Emily Atwood and um, Hayley Adams comes out, she's, well, she's on the 18. Uh, I think she, uh, everyone else was just like blowing out their ass the first weight, and she just smashed it. But, uh, I was quite a fangirl of Amanda Barnhart at that moment. Because she's but, yeah. a weightlifter. Yeah. <laughs> but if you look at the top 10, Fraser's a weightlifter. Pancheck would be renowned as moving weight efficiently. Yeah. Um, Adrian Moonwilder, uh, I'm not too sure. Um, Carl, uh, Carl, yeah, he's quite good weightlifter. Well, Carl okay, Goodmanson well, would be more Ryan's camp, I think. Noah yeah, would say. Yeah, but he's like a good one. Too. Noah, he's a good all-rounder. Yeah, sorry. Noah would say he is well, a... Well, Terry's on a gymnastic style, but he is, he's good mm. at weightlifting, but... Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Well, I don't know. I think I'll quickly go into weightlift. Oh, we'll pause the events quickly. Um, weightlifting. 
uh, yeah, I don't again. I don't want to shoot myself in the foot because, like you said, it is something. If you have a good background in gymnastics and endurance, you could easily learn. But you do need good coordination again. But then you can call good coordination for gymnastics as well. So I don't know. But then, not that I'm gonna want to go into my guys too much. But uh, the people that I've picked. But the fact that the two people that have been winning CrossFit in the last few years, four years for one, two years, two or three years for the other one. They've got backgrounds in weightlifting, so. Where did T- where did where did Tia start? What do you mean? Where did she start? She used to be a runner. She used to be a runner before she started. She started okay. running. She got into CrossFit, and then she well, she didn't get into CrossFit. She did actually. She started. To, but, she was truck. But didn't didn't uh, didn't ever doesn't everyone start running when they get to fitness? I didn't. <laughs> well, she started as a runner she was a truck runner and then she got into crossfit and then from doing a competition she moved on to a weightlifter and that's how she okay. became known as weightlifting yeah matt fraser let you have that he is okay. a uh, renowned weightlifter and so yeah go on carry on as you but- say <laughs> just wanted to get that in there no it's right the thing is though like yeah yeah i was using that as a, like, as a pretty rubbish <laughs> argument because yeah they're, they're pretty good at all the other things so like Tia also always usually tends to be quite near the front on endurance or monostructural stuff uh, matt not so much but he's quite good at gymnastics now as well i think but you know matt's pretty good at working on his weaknesses so if he has a weakness he'll just smash it for ages can't hear you nick you saying something yeah, you can't hear you disconnected, mate. Um, um, but yeah, you need um, to have. So, what what do we do? Do a lot of stuff in CrossFit. We control objects outside of our body, which is basically weightlifting. Um, so Nick's disconnected. No, I can't hear you, Nick. You messed it up. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay, keep going. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like a good thing with weightlifting is you need to know what you're doing well because the potential for injuring yourself is quite high so if you like catch it wrong or break it do wrong back squats and things like that you could easily just like create a lot of back problems or knee issues as well but then if you're good at endurance and coordination and gymnastics and you have a good background you have good strength to then be a good weightlifter so I'm kind of going in spirals with this with the why I think weightlifting is good or not can you hear me now are you back yeah, yeah you're back in um, but okay then, Ryan. You is that, is it, feel about what the structural then? So your argument about <laughs> yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> the, well, did you how 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 in depth is your argument? Mine's quite deep actually. <laughs> I have just come okay. to light with new well, information. I've come <laughs> to new information as well that I didn't. Well, I did know about, but I didn't realize it until you said it. Is uh, what, ev- yeah, if everybody knows about hey, CrossFit, <laughs> everyone does CrossFit. What's at the bottom? What's at the biggest part of the whole it's pyramid? It's nutrition. What's below that? What's above that? <laughs> metabolic conditioning. So why I, why I think metabolic conditioning or monostructural movements are better. So monostructural movements are like you're running, rowing, uh, double unders, single unders, box jumps, any type of kind of body weight um High intensity movement is kind of what is monostructure and what is metabolic conditioning. Um, not just for the fitness and the CrossFit stand, but I think outside as well. Like it just it's, it's an all round thing. Like gymnastics, yeah, gymnastics gives you the flexibility and um, gives you that kind of body weight spatial strength, awareness. Um, coordinate. It gives you kind of that that strong, <laughs> as Nick say, strong midline. Um, <laughs> But again, like stuff like that will only help so much outside of life. I think my, uh, metabolic conditioning is going to help in, yeah. in, in anything you do outside walking. Climbing do you know what I mean? Walking, yeah, climbing stairs, doing any kind of movements. You know what I mean? You, you, metabolic conditioning is working through two kind of, well, your energy systems, your aerobic and anaerobic. It builds on them capacities throughout different models of like bikes, um, walking, running. Any yeah. types of that, and like I said, it's not just um, in CrossFit. It's in any type of fitness, any type of sport. You're going to be yeah. using them energy systems. You're going to be using that that conditioning. Um, yeah, I am ready then, to drop a bomb. And go then on. go on. I, I, on the basis that we all three do CrossFit. Yeah. How how do you get better at CrossFit? Do it more. 
do more what though? CrossFit. Uh, yeah. Like just more but, more varied. CrossFit. What 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 is like the whole thing that puts CrossFit in a ball? It's metabolic conditioning. It's the whole thing. Because if you think about it, like you go inside now and go and do DT. Yeah, it's a barbell. It's a weightlifting movement. But you're doing metabolic conditioning. You're not doing gymnastics. You're doing better metabolic conditioning. Any type yeah. of workout you're doing, you're doing metabolic conditioning. So you need a good level of metabolic conditioning to be able yeah. to take part or even you, attempt you, to do CrossFit. You've just th- you've just thrown me under a bus there because you've talked about DT. Whereas if we talk yeah. about if we talk about Cindy, yeah, you've got to have that muscular endurance of gymnastics movements to be able to do and, that workout and, and and metabolic conditioning. Yeah. But, all right. I just pointed that one out as a point, but ex- yeah, exactly. You still need that well, buster went past. You tried to put yeah. me under it, yeah. but if you think about it, though, this is a strength and conditioning program. All right, mm-hmm. one does not work without the other. They've got to exactly. work together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like, how do you get better at moving a barbell? You would squat, wouldn't you? Yeah. You know what I mean? You would do muscular endurance in the squat. If you were, let's say, for example, you want to get better at gymnastics but you've exhausted all all avenues of that how would you then get better at that you would then maybe do some deadlifts and pulls to try and gain some strength in your pull certain things that would would counteract different things all right so let's say, let's talk about metabolic conditioning you kind of scuppered and stuck if you can't you haven't got the other two movements so if you can't do if you physically can't do a push-up or a pull-up or an air squat yeah, you could get through it into doing doing scaled down versions, but how are you going to get better at that workout? Increase yeah, the capacity you're have of to those. Do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But again, like it's like if we're talking about like someone coming out from doing nothing, like obviously elite athletes, elite they, athletes, they've all been on their journeys to do whatever they needed to do. They've come from different backgrounds. Um, another good example is like is is, is Matt Matt Fraser when I thought you were going to talk about Matt then. No, Matt Fraser, when he did, um, I can't remember what year it was. I'm sure it might have been 2018 with the sprint. The sprint one that he absolutely... Oh, yeah. yeah. Not, not yeah, one person, yeah. not one person in that arena thought that he was going to do that. Because he was working on... He's been working on his running, he's been working on his energy shit. systems, yeah? yeah. But he, I bet you that, that year, he didn't touch snatch or clean jerk that much. But he just touched on it. Yeah, and then yeah. went last year when he did the um, he did the the clean ladder. I think I'm sure yeah. I've seen a, 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 an interview that he said, oh, "I've not cleaned that much since yeah. two years yeah. ago." Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So for them, they don't need to work on on them type of movements that often. But yeah. bet he's working on metabolic conditioning pretty much every day, and then just touching on little things like doing technique. Make sure he still he knows what he's doing with like the clean and jerk and stuff like that, but. For me, that's the primary, the primary, the the main mover. Yeah, uh, it is metabolic conditioning. You need to have a good level of. I'm not saying a good a good level could be anything, but you need to have some sort of a decent capacity to be able to then move on to certain things. Because again, with CrossFit, it's all for time. It's all for reps. It's all for rounds. It's all pushing ourselves to our limit. But the yeah. thing is that the sprints, though, are really good for things like weightlifting because you're doing going from start yeah. to like full out explosive yeah. power. Like they all they all work into each other. That's why CrossFit's so good and so proper because yeah. if if you're if you are a gymnast and you want to get stronger, you want to you want to get conditioned, you can do CrossFit because you're still going to be touching on your gymnastics, but you can do some weightlifting and you can do some uh, endurance as well. Um, if you're an endurance athlete, is a runner, triathlon, you know, you'll get stronger, you do weightlifting, you do some gymnastics, you know, it all combines together. Uh, yeah. But I just think that metabolic condition just takes it just a little bit, just just due to the fact that you need some some anaerobic and aerobic capacity to be able to do certain things. Uh, obviously, yeah, you, know, you need to learn how to do a pull-up, you need to learn how to snatch a clean and jerk, but again, you've got to have some some sort of capacity to be able to do it like if someone brand new comes in he's never done anything he's been on the couch you know what I mean never lifted never ran never done anything you go right okay your snatch looks okay your clean looks okay let's do it 30 for time it's like you'd say that's a weightlifting thing but again like it comes down to that capacity as well of 
they probably won't be able yeah. to do it. So you'd have to scale that rep range down to build their capacity up as it, as it goes on, and as yeah. they get as they get more aerobic and anaerobic fit. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, I'm, I, I, I agree. The thing, like you said, I've got like again like all these athletes that are written down. I'm gonna get him. Gonna get him in. Right? Why not? Uh, like Dan Bailey is a sprinter, but again, like he's he's, he's super strong uh, with weightlifting. Arms as big as head. Yeah, James Newberry. Yeah, like, that's a power. That's a power athlete, though. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a sprint. Yeah, a sprinter. But all in all, over the how well has he done? I think what fourth's the best he's ever done. Check all the flying ants. Sorry. Oh my yeah, god. Okay. I have just one thing that um Adam Clink or whatever he's called. Just, oh yeah. Just shows that, you everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Goes yeah, and runs a sub that. five minutes, goes and back squats 500 pounds and does 50 fucking butterfly pull-ups unbroken. So yeah. there you go, and then he's got all three. Hit him one fitness. after the other, do you know what I mean? And that's, yeah, fitness. All, all on the same day as well. Yeah. But again, he's got to have some sort of capacity to back be able to it. hold, to do all that. Um, yeah, so, what was it? So, yeah, Metcon... Yeah, the bottom. If we're looking at the CrossFit pyramid, the bottom is you said touching it. Bottom is nutrition, and then the next foundational thing is metabolic conditioning. So, technically, Ryan's got the biggest, uh, the biggest one there that we should probably be good at. Like as you said, if you have, you have, you have an unconditioned athlete uh, or person, person, no matter what it is, five k run, snatch. Pull-ups. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna blow their ass if they've got mm-hmm. conditions. But well, if you is, take so it like, like you just said that, but if you t- you actually split us up into f- like we are three different things. Yeah. Uh, you as weightlifting, Nick as gymnastics. Like weightlifters, there's a lot of rest. You know what I mean, there's a lot of it's, it's all heavy. Oh, what should I say? No, there's a lot of rest. A lot of there's a lot of heavy lifting. Gymnastics. Gymnastics is probably that's why gymnastics is probably is next because they have a high tolerance of metabolic conditioning because they have to well, do isometric holds. Man. Yeah, they have to do a lot of a lot of uh, transition work, a lot of you know what I mean. Where you you're, I know you still have a lot of transition, but you're more in a way static. But you're not. I know you're dynamic. You move through the ranges of the movements, but you're still static. You're staying in one kind of place. You're not like lunging back or jumping forward like to a, to a big degree of like gymnastics with the handstand walks and you know and, and going into the rings and stuff like that. Um, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, so metabolic conditioning. It's if you fatigue prematurely, you cannot reach your full potential of any sort of strength or coordination. So basically, you need that before you move on to your gymnastics and weightlifting. Then. Then it goes to gymnastics, which is going above it. So you need your spatial awareness, body control, um, your strength, flexibility, balance, agility, and it also then brings to sound mechanics and confidence. So that's really good. That's what's going above it. Mm-hmm. And weightlifting, it's not even on. It's, it's not even by itself. It's, it's with. It's with body throwing. Wouldn't it be like <laughs> throwing stuff in, in, in... I thought in twenty twelve they did. I thought twenty thirteen they threw a ball. From... Yeah, they did. See, I'm OG, that's why. <laughs> uh, yeah, con- oh, sorry. Go on. As I was say, it's to extremity, controlling an object external to your body. Um, More balls. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. If you think about it, though, if we talk about this, is if we were to do... If we were to do continuously monostructural movements, the way Ryan's saying, if you're continuously doing that, and then, and then the workout on the board is one... Cl- um, max out your clean and jerk... Hello? What what would you say oh, in terms of in, ter- in terms of in terms of fitness levels? What would you know? We we all say this is like who's the fittest? Would it be the person that can maybe do a five minute mile five minute mile or whatever, then can clean and jerk one hundred and thirty kilos, or can it be the person that does a seven minute mile but can can clean and jerk one hundred and eighty kilos? Mm. Like who's the fittest there? It'll be the person that's obviously got the mean average in the middle yeah. sort of thing, and in terms of standing. Well, I guess that's the whole point of CrossFit, like that Adam Clink, it's like being a yeah. good CrossFit or being good at fitness, a good all rounder, being good at all of it, yeah. like everything, like being able to do, not being just stuck in one category. It's that varied intensity, varied sort of um, modes of exercise, constantly I mean, like, varied movements. There you go. I was like, I missed the word mm. constantly varied. Movements. So yeah. Um, that's what I think it's so hard to argue with when it comes to CrossFit because 
But it, it, this is so interchangeably. This is why I found it very interesting to have this conversation because no one wins really. No, they all because they are knit, quite well. They all knit together, don't they? They all like, yeah, yeah. It's definitely in CrossFit, yeah. But then, like oh. we we were trying to argue. I'm fucking someone trying to someone trying to ring me. Put the phone down. <laughs> Interrupting yeah. the podcast. I know, yeah. But if you if you now I've lost the thread of thought. But like, yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. But if you think about it now, though, if like, let's take let's take someone like Ewan, for example, and then me. Ewan's come from a level of high level of swimming. I've come from a high level of football. Over time, who's been, who's the better? Who's the better CrossFitter? Uh, don't don't be don't be ashamed. It's Ewan, isn't it? Ewan. Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't have to you don't have to say because I'm here. Yeah, but... but if you put that if you put that into like without saying like Ewan or you, if you just put it like we've got a swimmer and a footballer, it'd be quite evenly matched because you're both kind of endurance athletes. You both kind of yeah. are gonna go depending on what the swimmer does, but you're both endurance athletes because for footballers you're playing for what ninety minutes plus. Um, 45 minutes each side if that's if you get a full game but that, that's endurance that's sprint you've got power you've got coordination same with a swimmer you've got the, the, the endurance depends on what you're doing if you're doing lem so you're doing sprints again you've still got that capacity yeah the, yeah, the swimmers would, would you swimmer. say that? would you say that body composition of me and Ewan comes massively into it he is a lot one a lot stronger than me in general He's oh yes he's built that strength up but in terms of how his body's compromised through swimming yeah yeah, and then, that you just be swimming, as opposed to me. That's a that's a yeah. winger that's played football for near ten years. I would say that Ewan's built up better mm. than me, and also as well, he's a lot taller. He's got more room for muscle, basically. You know what I mean? I'm the short, stumpy fucker. It lies into then like their training as well. So like if you're yeah. if you're semi pro footballer, you, you probably are going to be doing some weight training at some stage. But if you're just like an amateur footballer who's just like playing for it. A, a Sunday league team you're not really going to be doing it. you're going to be playing football you're going to be kicking the ball like you're not really going to be doing sprints more long distance you're going to be doing more endurance that, that uh, monostructure type stuff uh, not really working on your strengths where swimmers because they are using body weight uh, they're going to gain more strength due to obviously working through the water body weight kind of gymnastic type stuff um, just as a, just as a reference, guys, I did not do any weight training when I was a footballer. So that's what I mean. That's what I mean. So, but if you go to semi-professional, you probably will have a day where. Whoa, whoa! Be... I was semi-professional, but I did not do any weight. Training. Right. <laughs> so like, like, like semi-professional, professional. They, they have to have the weight training because they've got to get stronger. They've got to get fitter. Do you know what I mean, like different training styles come in. If you say, like I said, if it was a footballer and a swimmer at the highest level, it'd be it'd be a good contest to see. Um, because again, it, 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 let's do it. Let's find two people. Yeah, because that'd be interesting. Because your football is, it, like I said, it's going to be endurance. It's going to be strong, and the swimmer is going to be. Yeah, the swimmer is going to probably push more towards the gymnasticy base stuff, and probably yeah. say the footballer would be more onto the weightlifting side of it. Um, I, I think. I think the footballer's got stronger legs. The swimmer's got stronger arms. Yeah. Well, show legs, legs, show, show legs as well. They have stronger legs, yeah, more, more strength more, endurance. I'd say you rely on your arms more for swimming than you would your legs. legs. I mean, it helps. It helps to have powerful legs. Well, well you're going to need your legs. Swimming yeah. looks like that, doesn't it? It's triangular, so the shoulder's yeah. going to be more yeah. broad than anything else. Whereas but a footballer I mean, would look a bit like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like Nick. <laughs> I just stood. I just stood up there. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like a footballer would definitely work out their legs more than their arms. They don't really use their arms that much, do they? Yeah, but they, no, I'd say that football is more all rounded. Yeah, they do use the yeah. legs, but they want to be, as soon as they want to make contact with someone, yeah, the legs are going to be the primary movers, but they still want a, a stronger upper body. Um, oh, and then yeah, you, yeah, I think you don't want to be unbalanced. We, we're then getting into a point of what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago about what is fitness. Yes. You played football on a, a different sides of the pitch, different areas of the pitch. You're going to have to be like, built up different a sprinter mm. would be predominantly a, a, a striker so they would have that short sharp endurance mm-hmm. you've got a midfielder yeah. that moves up and down the pitch all the time you've got a defender that's a short sharp sprints but needs to be built a little bit bigger than yeah. some you know to try and composite for the for the striker you've got different things going on in different areas of the football field and then let's say i said to you two oh, i was a footballer back in the day 
You didn't know if I was a keeper or not. I might have been a keeper. What's that say? I'm fucking... I don't do anything. I'm just standing a fucking goal for the... I'm very agile. Yeah, but you need still need some most of fitness. I still need a base level fitness, wouldn't you, ever to football? Yeah, but I, if you if, if you think about the ten yeah, fundamental yeah. the ten fundamental skills to be a good crossfitter, I come into a high level of agility. Yeah. And maybe flexibility. Yeah. Co- yeah. Coordination. Coordination. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Power, speed. Yeah. Um, yeah it's quite yeah. a few. Like I say, it'd be really yeah, good so. to get. Uh, a football and a, and a swim, a swim. Let's do it, me, like... me versus you. In, let's do it. <laughs> but again, it's all that. Like I think it's as well. It's down to their their training as well. Like if yeah, whatever they're doing, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. if you just go right, if you're Sunday league football, or they're just going to be kicking a ball about training wise, doing a lot of endurance type stuff. They're not going to be doing. Sh- the yeah, they're not going to be doing strength exercises. Uh, where if you go to some of the professional, they're doing a lot of strength exercises. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, what, Nick, did you go over what your who athletes were? By the way, because you picked up more on Yukari. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna suggest maybe we do some sort of experiment. Why yeah. doesn't Why doesn't Ryan do a shitload of metabolic conditioning? I do a shitload of gymnastics, or you do a shitload of weightlifting, Isn't and let's see how we do uh, things in general. I'm doing a lot of them. And let's and let's see who wins the open. <laughs> Easy Mate, enough, isn't it? Do, I would do lots of weightlifting. It's alright. We'll sort yeah. that. Hey, I came top out of our box last year, so I've already won. There you go. My, uh, my other athlete. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need, I need a test around. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. I guess it depends, though. Not everyone does the Open, though, as well, so it's, like, it's a hard test. You need to you have the same people each year. Mm. Yeah. So my two athletes are Cody Anderson. Oh, yeah. Who is working on a lot of weightlifting, yeah. although he's a small athlete. And then I've got Car- and I've got Carrie Pierce, who is also a small athlete, but it's very good at gymnastics. And then, and then I kind of talked about my two workouts, which I was talking about before, which was the standard and the handstand walker race. Those two high-skilled gymnastics movements. Yeah. So they're my they're my stakes to claim. Cody Anderson's yeah. been to the games like three times. Uh, Carrie Pierce came. Where she come last year? Second. Uh... Carrie Pierce, no, she came like fourth. Yeah. She, didn't, she didn't put, she didn't podium. Did it was not? no, I think it was, it was Jamie Green. Yeah, Jamie Austin Green, Holter, kid, yeah, and uh, Tia. Tia. So, to that argument, and all right, mine. I, I've already picked so Tia and Matt, obviously, but apparently I've Tia's been stomped on by by Ryan. Yep. Started running. To be fair, that also does make sense because she does win, win running workouts quite a lot. Um, but then my other two, they don't, they're not really. Well, Sarah, Sarah Simmons got came close, but um, I always remember that time. I don't know if you watched the Dubai Championships when everyone was there was like a snatch, like a race with snatches, and everyone dumped the bar and like would roll the bar forward, ready for the next stage. She just held onto that bar overhead and like ran with the bar and just carried on with her overhead squats whilst touching those snatches. That was amazing. And then also. I've got Bron, but he's not really won anything. But I just really like him as a weightlifter because he can snatch like 126 yeah. kilos and he does like touch and go. But again, you, would you turn him down to a uh, metabolic condition, a uh, monostructure because he's a kettlebell? Who's he's this? A cat, um, uh, yeah, he is. Uh, Bron, Bronislaw, I like the link He's a kettlebell guy. Would you put that down as conditioning, metabolic conditioning? <laughs> i put that as weightlifting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it's kind of in conclusion. I guess we're basically all in the lines camp now. Oh, yeah. That was good. I still argue with Charles, so I'm not bothered. No, it's good. But yeah, good. No, we're good. We're good. We'll we'll just finish it there. No, we're good. No, I mean, you can keep arguing if you want to. We've got 50 minutes now. Yeah, we're at 50 minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, we could we could debate about this all day, and I would I would sit here and agree with all of you because I think it is really good to have all that background. But my weakness was metabolic conditioning, and now I've got better at it, better like endurance. Whoa, I whoa. Say. Uh, and gymnastics, okay, okay, go. and gymnastics. I just I just feel stuck a bit. Yeah, but the thing I, is, like, <laughs> again, I'm just gonna go round and on the metabolic conditioning. But how much like? You'd say you're probably really, you know, you're quite good at weightlifting. Quite good. You're not, you're, not, you're, not, you're not great, but you're quite good. But like you've, <laughs> like you've said, you've just increased your um, engine, your metabolic condition, your monostructure movements 
Is, mm. Would you say that's made your weightlifting better? Oh, yeah, totally. Of course, well, of course it has. I'm going to stand up because Ryan is to make my point. I need toilet. Oh. That's why I'm stood up. <laughs> what, le- what lets you down every year in the Open? Uh, my Metabolic conditioning. <laughs> yeah. No, no okay. your high-level high gymnastics. Oh, yeah, because but then I that high-level gymnastics, high that high-level gymnastics, what could it come into, though? She's got the skill. She knows how to do it. Yeah, so she knows it, how to do it. It's like conditioning. It's like conditioning of gymnastics. So it's down to her, it's her um, I'm trying to think of the word now, her anaerobic and anaerobic capacity in gymnastics. She knows how to do it. Well, so, I've said, uh, I don't know muscle up in a very long time, so who knows? Go <laughs> oh, then. Do one now. Oh, I ripped my hand. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> but no, yeah, okay. Uh, I definitely would say there's a reason why I'm conditions at the bottom and then gymnastics. And exactly. Uh, people, I, people, I listen. Listen. <laughs> listen to this guy. Yeah. Work on your metabolic okay, condition. If a, if a snatch workout came up and you weren't good at weightlifting, though, obviously you would suck at that workout, but that's just, you know, one small part of CrossFit. Mm-hmm. No, I, totally, I do agree, obviously, weightlifting, gymnastics, I know it all combines together, but you need to have a good level of the monostructure and metabolic condition to be able to then... You need lungs to do everything, Yeah, really. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so uh, you, you fight, you're talking to the walls. But yeah, my, 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 my background uh, was in, in sitting on the couch watching TV, so uh, that's why I've not got a good mouth better body conditioning. <laughs> so, yeah. we're, yeah. Due, we're due a movement pattern. We've not done from one for a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we, all, we did we'll... do double unders, but that, that, that one got missed. Box jumps. Let's do double unders as a, yeah, let's as do a gymnastics du- movement. Let's do double unders because we did that the other, last time and the audio was crap. Yeah. yeah, and we do it as a gymnastic movement, yeah? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it feels, it's hard. That's why I put it in Because your midline, because your metabolic conditioning is not good, that's why. This guy. Spatial awareness, man. <laughs> right, well, thanks, guys. Thank you for winning World Online. No worries. Thank you. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>